The man in the sand. That's a big one, everybody. That's a big one. Let me tell you about this. There was once a man who founded his future upon the rock. And when the storms came, the rock stood. But let me tell you something, folks. What was built upon the rocks wasn't worth saving. He might as well have had it on the sand. Because it's in the sands and the shifting of time where we find our best adventure rather than our solid quest of knowing and being so ho-come into perversion that we're built upon a rock, but we don't have anything upon the rock, so nobody wants to pay us any attention, and we sound like a little fly buzzing in the lampshade. So look, folks, the people found it on the sand. Why would they build worthlessness upon the rock? Some men build worthlessness upon the rock. They envy every man that's in the sand, making his payment slowly, working, disabled. People who are in the sand sometimes are the best equipped to live upon the rock because the people in the sand have taken the parable to heart and have built something worth the sand on the sand and even worth the rock on the rock may not even exist in today's world so what would you do if you saw the men in the sand Of course, the ones on the rock with nothing on the rock to be worthy of the rock will try to take advantage of the people in the sand through politics, through discrimination, through this, through that, or they'll try to make a stand for good. That's our whole psychology. Now, what does that mean by psychology? Well, you have to have a strong point to at least have a place of meditation to say, well, my sand is just as good. So is the man on the rock humble? Or are they on the rock building things not worthy of it? But they'll stand. There's a lot of issues. And you look back at a man's life and you say, was he mentioning that there when he said it's on the rock and it shouldn't stand? Well, maybe it should have a different place, a different prominent place than where it is currently. Or possibly refurbishing. That's usually what people in the sand contribute towards is refurbishing. But there's some men that are on the rock that don't have things that are meant to be on the rock. Yet they hold their place. Some men, their office is on the rock, but their home is in the sand. So is that parable really meaning anything about destruction? And the answer is no. 
it's saying that there are strong places and then there are weak places. And in the strong places, we can do things that are different than in the weak places. And there's sometimes, if we are in the weak place, we can do things in the strong place. If we just simply invest that we have been to the strong place before. So don't count your blessings based off of monetary and physical looking attitude ideas unless they fit the things that you are in accordance with and then all men are on the rock all men stand firm at the shadow of doubt just as the pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock and they stood there and they looked on to shore and they landed and they came to this place they took a place in the sand in the in the uh, swamp swamp they said we'll stay in the swamp and they survived and they took what good came from living in the sand living the hard life and they took it into the rest of to the Americas and we founded uh, these beautiful shores so let me tell you something don't picture people in the hard place or the soft place the rock or the sand based off of their hairstyle their makeup their acne problems or their non-acne problems their money see that's really what the parable is about the hard place in the sand is called money in the hard strong place you have money and in the weak sand you don't have money but there are those who say in the sand who are weak and live on their money to the lifestyle of that portion of their life and I'm not talking about promotion either so get that out of your head you're already gone astray you've gone back to the hard place too quickly look to the sand the beach is sand bare feet kids running around kicking the soccer ball the volleyball the beach ball the tennis ball the frisbee the baseball the hula hoop those things are in the sand that's where people like to live people who try to live on the rock are living in the wrong place they don't have no fun they don't have anything to grow by they don't have education they see a test tube and try to run it up and down and call it their education on the rock that's on the rock the test tubes on the rock of their science that's the only thing on the rock but they don't know how to see the test tube because they live with the test tube their whole life but if you are not wishing to have the money of the test tube and you wish to have your own money and live in the sand then education flourishes Jesus was not into the idea of all knowingness unless he was with his disciples in secret. 
And he told them these things in secret. He he left that parable so the people would have something to discuss. Today, discuss the sand. Abraham himself was told about the sand. He said you would have descendants that would outnumber the stars. The grains of sands on the shores. It would outnumber. So represent. That's where the true ecology lies. Is in the sand. Now. There's the perfect ecology. That relies on the rock of the test tube. And it weighs and measures. To give out the funds of the rock. To the people on the sand. So if you want to do something for yourself today. Do something in the order in which you serve and are called within your home. And it doesn't matter if you live in a mansion out in Beverly Hills. Or you live in an apartment complex in Texas, Kenya. So you know something about Walla Walla, Washington then. And Media, Pennsylvania. And Austin, Texas. We only build certain things on the rock. We're people of the sand. Where Abraham said we came from. We began rising up out of the sand. He was exclaiming it and dancing. My sons are rising out of the sand. 